episode. I'm sorry, you wrote down seven. Oh, I'll trick you next time, because then you might say, no, 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 we're on, if I write nine, and you'd be like, no, it's eight. Yeah, I've also got a blank notebook, just because it makes me feel more comfortable to have a pen and paper in front of okay, me. Okay, that's fair. I have no theme, and no plan, and no ideas, but I had one idea, and I thought we could just go through and try and get ten points, or five points, on why people should work in home care or community care, maybe pros and cons. Okay. Rather than opening a discussion or debate or anything like that. So So we start with the pros or the cons. Take your pick. Uh, I always prefer bad news first. Go on. News after. Cons okay. of working in community care. Okay. So the cons of working in community care is, well, I said... We'll just pick one and then just discuss why, rather than all of them. Okay. Um, the first one, antisocial hours. So um, community care, like anything in healthcare means that it's around the clock normally. You have to certainly work evenings, you have to work weekends, you have to work bank holidays, public holidays, and that really, really, really puts people off, which is understandable. Um, we're not debating it, so I can't say anything else, can I? No, I think that's a fair, that's, that is one of the Okay, and social hours. Um, two, lack of recognition. So um, if you get a decent employer, it doesn't happen actually in the place of work, but well, it happens. It does happen. Not if you've got a decent employer. Oh, I see. But generally, um, if you haven't, it happens. And even if you have, it happens nationally because the government and the country don't recognise the importance of home care workers. So that's pretty shitty. I forgot what your actual point was because we started talking about employers. Yes, lack yeah, of recognition. Lack of recognition, yeah. Lack of professional recognition, I'd say. Yeah, it's on. absolutely diabolical. Recognition that actually... You might be doing the minor things, like the Florence Nightingale, tiny changes, simple things, actually yeah. make people survive and more comfortable and at, home. at home. And all the nice things. So anyway, that's a massive con, lack of recognition, national recognition professionally. Um, money's pretty shit. Um, and again, that goes hand in hand with the recognition because things are very, very, very underfunded. So um, the money's not great. I mean, the money, to be fair, oh no, cons. I can only say it's bad. I think if, if somebody's willing to work full time in it, it's really good. Yeah. Like you can earn what do some of our carers earn like 30, over, over thirty over forty. Thirty two, thirty three thousand pounds a year. Yeah, which some people um, will be like, Oh, that's not a lot. But in terms of you can leave school without any qualifications, come straight yeah. in and have a fairly decent hourly rate. Yeah, it's not bad. And the antisocial hours brings with it shift work, so you can work twelve hour days and if you wanted to, you can work four, five days a week hammer it, and actually earn some decent money. Yes, these are supposed to be the cons. I know. Um, the other con would be, uh, well, because it's a pro and a con, is the people that you work with. So I'm, I'm talking like your client base, that some days that can be really, really, really hard. So one of the biggest things we say in training to people is you always have to be your best self as a carer. Um, and that's actually really trying when you've got everybody else's worst self. So if you go into 10 clients in a day, and eight out of that ten are in a bad mood, and the other two have got really advanced dementia, so they're aggressive or they're challenging. It can feel pretty shit. Mm. So that's another con. Yeah, using your own vehicle, I always think, is one of the bad ones. Mm, I see that as a pro. Yeah, but you've got to have a car, maintain it, high okay, miles. So Let's say you had a PCP. So how many miles do you do a year? And everyone's like, so personal use. This is not supposed to be a debate. This is supposed to be. Short, quick answer. Just agree with me then. Okay, so, well, <laughs> I don't agree with that point. You've got to put miles on your personal car. Yeah, but so you do have to be working anywhere. 
Like if you if you have a commute, you do. Yeah, but you do. Yeah, for a commute, but then you stay still. Yeah, but you can depending on where you commute to. Can, I mean, you're talking to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. I used to do a massive commute, so it, it, yeah, but you used to drive an hour and then you would stop. You wouldn't be driving. Yeah, but then you have the to day. drive back. I bet <laughs> you. I bet you. I racked up as many miles going to and from that big trust as some carers do in a day here. Definitely, it's the same. Not a full time worker, you wouldn't. Have we can we can map that out. Yeah. Plus, again, that was your choice. You chose to work an hour and fifty. Yeah, but so do these people who choose to work in community home care. Yeah, but it's still anyway, this time. is supposed to be short and fast, so we'll, we'll that one can move us nicely into the pros because that can swing between the two. It's a con to some people using your own vehicle. It would be a pro to other people. Okay, it's a messy job. Why is it messy? Well, bodily fluids. That's got to be a con, hasn't it? Well, yeah, in a way. Wounds. Oh, I think wounds are great. Poo. Phlegm. Mm, again, I find phlegm interesting. It depends. <laughs> you know, you, sometimes you have to realise that you're the exception to the rule. Mm, yeah, maybe. But I think there must be more millions of people like me, otherwise people wouldn't do it. I think you would, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't do it, but I mean... But again, this is why it's difficult to do this with you because to you these things are going to be huge cons and they're just standard to to me. Also, if they would be a con to you, if any of these things are a con, don't do it. Literally don't do it. I job agree with that. Because I agree with it's that. Marmite. So if anything were going to be a make or break, please just don't even bother trying because it needs to be people that really are invested in doing it. That will do, do it. Yeah, I know, which is great. You're perfect. In the but if you see to somebody, you can go and do this companionship call or the yeah. shopping call or even go and empty someone's commode yeah there are very few people that are going to go and choose the commode I would I think just going in, that's not there's not enough going on just going to do yeah, no, but you're, like you say you're health based so yeah I suppose anyway okay if you like a con could be could be could be um, some of the personal tasks that you have to encounter in the caring world we'll put it like that well I do agree there are obviously that is part of the job in terms of in terms of the pro you're doing that to make someone more comfortable oh, and safe and well. That's amazing. So it does come with the territory. I appreciate that. Yeah, and if it doesn't, don't do it. You don't want people that want to do it who can't do the things that need to be done to do it. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Okay. How are you doing with your cons? Because I think that I think really there's only three big ones. But... What are the three big ones? And in, summary, hours. in summary, the three big cons of working I was going to ask you. Care. I know, but I can chop. I can cut it. Okay, sorry. Go on. To make can it ask, sound like. Can ask your question again, and I'll answer it. So, in summary, the three big cons of working in social care, community care. And social hours. Mm-hmm. Lack of recognition professionally, and pay. Those two go hand in hand. Yeah, whereas you see, it's still, I don't think pay is that bad. It probably isn't, but I can't. I don't think any of I think it is. It is once you get. It probably is in the fact that. From a carer perspective, you can be very experienced and very knowledgeable and very skilled, mm. and it doesn't probably increase in level with that experience. Yeah. I think from a starting position, it's actually good. Yeah, when, yes, I'd agree. When compounded with the shift work element, because you can put a lot of hours in. Whereas you work at Costa, you get what you deserve working at Costa, but you are like, we open at 9.30 and we finish at 4 yeah. or 5 hours. So it's like, well, you are, or any retail job, you are stuck within those hours. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be quick. It is quick. Okay. 
So are we now on to the pros? Yes. So what do you think the biggest pro is from working in healthcare? Helping people. Helping people? Yes. That is right. Caring for people. Yes, absolutely. Making them comfortable, safe and well. Yeah, where? In their own home. Which is just incredible. Mm. Because if you think you get to a point where you're actually fairly helpless and in need of loads of people to support you to, to complete your activities of daily living... And you can get to do that at home because of community care services. Oh, she does not get sweeter than that. Not for the client, not for the relatives, the friends, the neighbours. You know, it, it's a win-win for everybody. Because really, then they're not having extra patients. I always think about the person, person. Fuck the hospital. Well, you'd already said everybody else. Yeah, but what I mean is that that makes it actually... I just wanted to linger on that point because it makes it incredibly sorry, sweet. No, we're lingering. Savoury. Savoury. No, because that that is absolute sweetness of of that stage of somebody's life and being able to be at home in their own surroundings, their own pictures on the wall, their, their own bed, everything. It's just, oh, it's wonderful. You're a very happy old person, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, lovely. I think it's wonderful. So that's the biggest pro, yeah, obviously, and, obviously. And one of the cons, we'll switch in here, is that people generally don't recognise how big that pro is. Because it's huge. And I don't think anyone can realise it until that person in that position who needs to be at home. It's absolutely massive. So impactful. So brilliant for everybody involved. And then, yes, obviously, it benefits the national health system because it prevents people from being in there when they don't need to be. You're the eyes and ears every single day. Yeah, you know the person better than anybody. It's holistic care, so the hippies are happy. And I mean that respectfully because I, for one, am all for holistic care. Um, so it's a bit of everything. Every aspect of the person's looked at. They're kept safely where they want to be. The hospital need not bother, or they can trip them out really, really quickly with less guilt and a bit more consideration because they know they're going somewhere safe. It prevents people even going into the hospitals a lot of the time. Streamlines things with the GPs, with the OTs, physios, and social workers. That's like we're a web of connection between everybody. We're like personal assistants to really high flying business people, but in healthcare we're all that to a sure person works, yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you we mean. organize all sorts of everything we bring everything together yeah, I know what you um, mean. we highlight things that need doing we we raise attention to things that have been missed oh it's just fab it's really good it's fab it is yeah i think anyway. what are the other pros i think that's you've kind of covered a lot of bases there. um the, the self-worth you get out of doing it because i think there's there's so many people in the country, and I can say that because I know a lot of them, and they tell me this themselves, this isn't me just being a generalised, opinionated general, um, is people do jobs or do things that give them absolutely zero purpose. Yeah. Um, they don't feel like they're involved in anything or contributing anything back. And as human beings, we actually get an enormous amount of satisfaction out of being purposeful and feeling like we're needed and we're mm. contributing something. So... Um, Lots of the jobs that people do are very run-of-the-mill and they don't necessarily... They're all important. Every job's important because it generates something. I would say... No, lot, not every job. Okay, well, you know me, I don't agree with just pure social media presence. So that's not necessarily important, but um, I suppose it is, depending on what you're talking about. Anyway, my point is, is, is there's lots which are literally, you go, you clock in at nine, you clock out at yeah, five. Yeah. A you sense do, of purpose. You just go through the motions, whereas yeah. a sense of purpose... Um, is what so many people actually need to thrive 
not just survive. So it's really important for the person themselves, is my point. Mm. So it's a win-win. It gives something back to the people you're looking after and it gives an enormous amount of self-credibility, self-purpose, um, a reason to get out of bed in the morning, a reason to feel proud about something. It gives so much back to you as a person. Mm, I'd agree with that. Even And even from working in the HR and the finance oh, side yeah. of it, it's... It's still a sense of satisfaction well, you're if you're working it. in a sector. Yeah, you're doing it. Facilitates. You're supporting it. You're developing it. You're making sure it moves forward. Like there are a hundred jobs. Yeah. Well, there's maybe not a hundred, but there's probably ten different jobs you can do in the care sector that that mean nothing yeah. to do with hands-on care. You're not, you're not just putting it. It's not. You're not just facilitating crappy products imported no. from China, put in boxes for and it's Amazon. Not, it's, it's not just, just a game like stack them high, sell them cheap. It's not a profit game. It's a it's a purpose game. It's a service mm-hmm. before it's a business and. It's brilliant. And so the two biggest pros is obviously what it gives to the person, what it gives to the carer or the, the caregiver. What I, The third one would say what it actually gives back to the nation as a whole because it prevents usage of the NHS or can protect that a little bit, quite a lot, and other supporting services. So I'm saying generally that's huge. And that's why one of the biggest pro- cons is a lack of recognition because nobody recognises that. Or I think they do really, really quietly, but they don't say it out it's, loud. It's political suicide because as soon as you start, yeah, yeah, as yeah. soon as you start pushing for social care, That's then rude. people say, oh, "Yeah, but it's private," and then they'll pile on whoever it is that's yeah. pushing. For social but it care. has to be private because nobody else cares and provides it to do. Well, it. also they can't afford it. So. Plus they can't afford it. But um, what I'm saying they can't is, afford I think, the NHS. I think people do recognise it, but they won't recognise it mm. because they can't afford to recognise it. If that makes sense. Um, but, and your team, your team's brilliant. That's really nice to feel part of a group. Plus, you can work individually. Yeah, there's like, yeah, so there's it's like, like being a remote worker, you are trying to yeah, still... you're still as part of a team, so that's actually... You realise that when nice. you get the staff mobiles back when they leave and you see... <laughs> they've not, they've not deleted their text <laughs> they messages. Their text messages. So, yeah, everyone can see what's being said. About but, the people in the office. About the people in the office. Um... <laughs> Oh, you've really distracted me from thinking about... That's all right, because I had a point anyway. Even though you're working individually... Team Swings and roundabouts, yeah. yeah. But as I was thinking, a sense of freedom, yes, flexibility, yes. and autonomy yes. to a degree. So you get all those things within the role. Um, you can get have that time to yourself, but be solidly part of the team. And the flexibility, you're completely right. I mean, obviously our awesome. company has, um, has some restrictions, so there has to be a minimum shift pattern, for example... But aside from that, people can pick and choose what they like really mm. within those brackets. Lots of companies will let people choose when and where they can do anything. And that might feel great initially, but then that actually doesn't give much stability. Yeah, you need structure. There needs to be structure. structure. But obviously, our company is a good example because um, we have early shifts and late shifts. And you don't have to do both of them in one day. You could just do whatever you want to do. Um, you can, like you said, you could do four long days, get it all that work done and have three long days off. Mm-hmm. So lots of people work a pattern where they almost work four on, three off all the time, get a long weekend, whatever yeah. it might be. Um, so there's lots of flexibility in that way. It supports people uh, with small children. In yeah, we managed well. to accommodate some single mothers well, or Well, we have some school parents. runs. Yeah. So, yeah, we have working parent runs. It's not the norm, I don't think. No, probably not. Although I think, not other, like you say, I think other, yeah, not within the structure. Yeah. Like other agencies do support do it, it and manage it. Firework way, whereas yeah. we have we have specific um, working parent school runs structured, and they work for people. Mm. Um, there's massive progressive opportunities. It's got to be a pro. Most well, I think every staff member, yeah, 
every staff member we have working in our office, including the most senior woman who is absolutely exceptional at her job, started on as a hands-on parent. I was going to say and that when everybody I has on, progressed. Leading on from the experience and the pay that doesn't necessarily yeah. increase with the experience, there are opportunities, however, to be registered manager, compliance, working, well, let's just say, working management, compliance, finance, recruitment, training. HR, training. It's just brilliant. Advertising, marketing yeah, it's within great. that company. Yeah. And everybody that we have in our, I mean, we're a small company, but still everyone we've got has been developed and, and pulled through. And I think Assessing. that's... Yeah, loads of different things. But I think that's a really, really remarkable quality yeah. because there's not many industries where everybody can start on the ground floor and then manage the damn place if they yeah. wish. Lots of other companies would require certain qualifications or um, you know, certain entry levels, whereas that's not kind of how... Well, one of the biggest things is apart from work ethic and a bit of a... and, and, and some, some, some of a brain is knowledge of the sector because it is yeah. quite nuanced. So you want everyone to have come through the ranks and then be in the office. Well, then everyone understands and we're obviously a big believer and you don't ask someone to do something that you've not done yourself or you're not willing to do yourself. Um, and that makes a big difference to them, like the ethic, mm. the ethos of the company. Yeah. So but there's not are, many places that you can do that. I but yeah, say. but if you are 17 or 18 and you're thinking, what should my first job be? I'd say go and do it. Yeah, Sense of purpose because you get a decent wage. Yeah. In a sector which is bigger than the NHS but isn't shouted about as much. So if you think it's, think of anything that's as big or bigger than the NHS, it's like, well, if you still want to do it in five or ten years' time, your options are yeah. management, finance, yeah, HR, senior carer, assessing, yeah. registered manager. You get pension, obviously. Yeah. Which um, <laughs> I know is very hard for us <laughs> as employees to support because obviously we don't actually get that financial It's also not as good as a government pension, so if you were going to say work in the NHS, if you want to be a healthcare no, assistant in the NHS. Or it's not, but it is better than nothing. And it's yeah. part of it. Also, It'll probably go up. It will go up. Um, it also another pro is that there's there's you can come and do this job if you're um, from a different country on a skilled worker remit, and I think that's that's really really valid. It's really hot in the media at the minute about how crap people are treating international workers, mm-hmm. especially in the healthcare system, which we've always known about. You don't need to read a newspaper to know that happens. Obviously, you just know that through your staff. Well, it's always happened. It's happened to. Um, you know. Domestic, whatever the word is, workers and international work. It doesn't matter yeah, across the board. Always, yeah. It does, but in particular, these people have been taking massively advantage mm-hmm. of financially mainly mm-hmm. and in how much they're allowed to work and how they're not. But obviously, we don't do that. We do everything as we should do because it's fair. Yeah, always fairness, firm but fair. Um, but anyway, the point is, is that's that's a massive pro, I would say. It, it, yeah, it, it's, it allows, it's for everybody. Yeah. It, it, it is for everybody. But the good thing about that being a pro is it actually leads into the skill set of your service because obviously anyone coming on an international license has to have certain qualifications, certain amount of experience in the industry. So it brings in different varied experiences and, and skill. So I think that's a pro as well. What I'm saying is there's some some aspects of it, how it's managed, make it a very positive um, place to work, a very positive platform to be involved in, definitely. Yeah. I think we've covered most of the pros and cons, certainly the big ones. Yeah. With room to discuss in more detail on a different episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the three, just to, you've done the three top cons. What are your three top pros? Um, is obviously the person. The person making sure they're as happy and comfortable as possible. The other person. 
that's delivering the care. Sense of worth. Sense of worth, sense of purpose. And then um, through the third... I'm tempted to say career opportunities, to be honest, mm -hmm. rather than helping... The whole picture. Yeah, because otherwise it was going to be, you know, what it gives back and how it protects NHS, but... The first two do that already, so... The first two do that already, so I'd say the third one is career progression. You can come into it with no experience, no qualifications, not even... You don't even need GCSEs. Yeah. And... Um, Right the way through. Yeah, we're definitely right. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. I think, and it should be as well because not everybody's academic. Not everybody can apply themselves at that, that sort of adolescent time in their life, whatever yeah, reason. Not everybody has been given that opportunity yeah. either. So you say, well, I need, I need a job. Help. I need to start. Yeah. Okay, I'm I don't just want to be in a call centre or you know, working in a takeaway shop or whatever it might be. It's, a, it's the one platform where you can come in and you can come in at the bottom and go out at the very, very, very top with having nothing with you when you come in. Oh, don't spoil it. It's the sweeten up the episode. People like that aren't the people I'm talking about. You know it's not. Okay, we can cut that bit out. Please do. Thank you. Anyway, so there we are. End of episode seven. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Don't trip over anything on your way out. Okay. See ya. Catch you later. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>